Good morning, Oregon. It's Thursday, May 13th. This is Jim Ryan with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. Plaintiffs in a lawsuit looking to hold Pacific Corp responsible for Labor Day wildfire damages scored a victory this week as a Multnomah County judge denied the utility's motions to transfer the case, strike its class action allegations, and dismiss several of the underlying claims. Three Pacific Northwest law firms filed the class action lawsuit against Pacific Power and its parent company, Portland-based Pacific Corp, in late September, alleging negligence in the catastrophic fires ignited during a Labor Day windstorm. The case is one of several filed against the utility in the wake of the Labor Day wildfires, which burned one million acres, destroyed thousands of homes and structures, and caused nine deaths. A number of the most destructive fires were in Pacific Power's predominantly rural service territory for providing electricity. The common theme of the lawsuits is the claim that the company was well aware of the critical fire danger, failed to de-energize its power lines beforehand, and had been negligent in trimming trees and managing other vegetation around its transmission lines. The cause of most of the fires is still officially under investigation, though anecdotal and some official counts suggest some of them were sparked by downed power lines. Pacificorp officials declined to comment on the judge's decision. COVID-19 vaccinations are expected to begin Thursday in Oregon for youth age 12 to 15, according to top state health officials. The Portland area's mass vaccination sites said they are ready to start administering Pfizer shots to this preteen and teen group as soon as they get the okay from the Oregon Health Authority. Initial demand in the Portland area is expected to be strong, with at least one pediatrician's office reporting a waitlist 600 kids long. A clinical trial showed the Pfizer vaccine was safe and highly effective in a trial of more than 2,200 youth, ages 12 to 15. After two doses, the study recorded 18 cases of people with COVID-19 symptoms in the placebo group, but zero in the group that had received the vaccine. The Oregon Health Authority on Wednesday reported nine COVID-19 deaths and 616 new coronavirus cases, as the state surpassed more than 2 million residents, as the state surpassed more than 2 million residents partially or fully vaccinated. Oregon has now at least partially vaccinated nearly half of the state's population. Governor Kate Brown on Tuesday said most COVID-19 restrictions will be lifted when that rate rises to 70%. Daily cases have continued declining since peaking last month, and hospitalizations have generally stabilized. Oregon lawmakers are on track to once again boost K-12 school spending by hundreds of millions of dollars above what state analysts say is necessary to maintain the status quo. By the end of this week, lawmakers are set to vote out of committee a state school fund budget that would send $9.3 billion to districts around the state to largely spend as local officials decide. It's roughly $300 million more than the nonpartisan legislative fiscal office determined districts would need in order to continue today's level of programs and services for the next two years. That boost, coming during a pandemic and its associated economic downturn, could push Oregon closer to national average spending on public schools. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.